service today. We are uh, proud to have our Gideon speakers come, and uh, many of you know it. Uh, if you don't know now, that's Brother Otis, and if you did know, we are certainly uh, uh, proud to have him come up and speak with us, and you and, uh, him and Miss Marie are just such a blessing, uh, not only to the Pine Forest, but everywhere they go, they just light the room and and are such a blessing. Been doing ministry for many, many years, touched many, many lives. I got to actually sit down with them this week, and and I just didn't really realize how how far they've reached back and just transformed the community around them and the churches that they went to and the different places uh, that they visited and throughout their life uh, with the love and the light of the gospel. And then uh, to hear him uh, come up and speak to us today about this is just an honor and a privilege. Uh, uh, to have him come and speak to us today. So at this time, we'd like for you to, with me, to welcome Brother Otis as he comes forth and shares his heart with us. Now, as uh, as he prepares and gets ready, now we are going to uh, also have a way to help them with this ministry, and there's a uh, you can do it two ways. You can designate your offering here, and there's also an offering plate on the table back there. To, we're going to take up the love offering uh, for the Gideons as well. And I didn't want to tell you at first. Uh, just listen, what Miss Brother Otis and what all they do, and then we'll go that way. Thank you, Brother Jeff. Yes, sir. We love y'all, Amanda. You're a blessing to us. Grayson, where's there's Grayson back there? This family has really been a blessing to us and I know they have for the whole church so we appreciate them church uh, when I told you I loved you this morning I mean it Amen. I have no have seen nobody talking about nobody uh, anything in the last what six months that we've been coming up here maybe how but uh, anyway Tomorrow's Valentine's Day, and this morning, I asked Marie if she would still love me when I get old and wrinkled, <laughs> and she says, of course, I do. <laughs> Got that? Okay. <laughs> You see the Bibles out here, different kind of Bibles, and uh, the Gideons is in over 200 different countries now and provinces, and the Bibles are in 109 different languages across the world. Let me just take a second. This one here is English and Korean. That's one of my collections. This here is a uh, the auxiliary personal witness Bible. You know what it looks like this one is? This is a nurses and medical personnel Bible. This one is the Desert Storm Camouflage Bible. This is the Gideon's Personal Witness Bible. 
This is college. By the way, we're going to stop right here. Uh, the Gideons have just been to Auburn, Alabama, Jacksonville State. We're working to all the colleges giving out Bibles. Amen. So that's part of where the Bibles go and the money goes. This is fifth grade where they have to get out on the sidewalk. And I'll get into that. I have to give them out on the sidewalk. This here is the fifth grade, the Little Red Bible. And this is the old Army Bible. This was the one that started giving out before the Second World War. This is military and paramedics here. And this is just some some Bibles. This one here is uh, Espanol, Spanish Bible. And of course, this is this is the Bibles we put in hospitals. And I'll get to that when I get back up here. I joined the Gideons, and Marie, Marie and I joined the Gideons in October of two, uh, two, uh, 2004. My first <coughs> speaking for the Gideons uh, is October 2004. And uh, my first time to speak was April the 25th, 2005 at New Lebanon Baptist Church. And a while after that, I had to speak at Brother Bob Altman's funeral, uh, which was a task. Last time I spoke at Pine Forest was August the 15th in 09. <coughs> Have some notes too, Brother Jerry. Amen. <laughs> Gideon's International began distributing the Word of God in 2008. Now, the Gideon started in 1898, but when the big meeting came and they decided to put Bibles in the hotels, was in two, uh, nine, uh, 1908. Today, there are more than 269,500 Gideons and Auxiliary. The Auxiliary is the wives of the Gideons. And of course, I already said it was over 200 uh, countries around the globe and uh, over 2 billion Bibles have been given out and going on almost 3 billion. Amen. Because uh, that was, it's, it's really, really working around the world. Of course, there's some countries 
that we can't even go into. And you can imagine, if you'll listen to the news, you can imagine uh, which countries it is that we can't go into. That uh, first meeting in uh, 
And I'm one of the Gideons. Marie's one of the Gideons. And uh, we're, we're proud to, to be here today. And we're proud that we can go to the fifth graders in our schools and we give all of them a Bible. This year uh, we gave out Bibles to Pell City and uh, St. Clair County Schools and uh, we were blessed that we can do that in St. Clair County because they came in Etowah County, they came in Jefferson County. That's where the Bible on the sidewalk Bible came in. That they have to give them out on the sidewalk if they're even allowed to do that. One time we went on a trip up north and uh, all the hotels that we stayed at in a, in a run of a month, all of them had a Gideon Bible except one. And we're blessed that we're able to do that. And it's a worldwide effort. Uh, Y'all have to excuse me. I haven't spoke but one time in uh, about 12 or 13 years before today. And uh, I am nervous. Can you tell? Bibles like this here, uh, it's a dollar thirty-five cents each. A case of these Bibles are, is hundred thirty-five dollars for a whole case. That's a hundred of them. The big Bibles like this that goes into the hotels, and I was trying to trying to find exactly where I had the uh, notes on where they all the different places that that we did put them, but. Let me just look here for a second. I'm sorry. You're fine. I don't think I didn't know you ever got nervous. I said, you're fine. I didn't know you ever got nervous. <laughs> oh, yes. It's usually when you ask me if they want to be back here. What was that, Nancy? I think you're on both. <laughs> at school. So if you want to check out a Bible, you can check out a Bible at the libraries in school. Also, we put the Bibles in prisons. 
We put uh, Bibles in jails. We put uh, Bibles, if you'll go over to the hospital and uh, the uh, waiting rooms over there, you'll find Bibles in all of those. Uh, we do put Bibles in hospitals, in the hospital rooms. Uh, where else can you think of? I was in uh, therapy the other day, and Gideon Bible was in the therapy room. Uh, waiting rooms in the hospitals. Too. Waiting rooms in the hospitals, yes, ma'am. That's true. Hotels. 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 Motels. Oh, sometimes we forget about the motels, but uh, there are Bibles in that too. Funeral home. Funeral home. Funeral home. And, and in every home almost. Our funeral homes in St. Clair County, they have uh, a rack just like this right here, that you can get one of them and, uh, and send uh, the cards. Like recognition and, uh, and memory. Mm -hmm. And uh, what was the other one? Thinking of you. That's right. Thank you, Marie. Ronnie Watkins Ford had one in their service department lobby. Yeah. And uh, used to, the Toyota place up in Oxford had them, but I think they've all been <laughs> took out, and that's all right. That's what it's all about, even in motels and hotels. Uh, we've had a lot of people that has uh, made witness that they got a Bible, they stole the Bible, and they want, wanted to give an offering because they was uh, they got saved mm -hmm. by getting that Bible, Amen. and that's okay to do that. When I worked with my Clay, they came and gave all the nurses a Bible. Right, that's a little white Bible. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'll still give those out. I'll still give the nurses' Bible. Yes. Nurses' Bible. Yeah. And the big Bibles there cost five dollars a piece. Yes. That is true. <clears throat> a little boy went to his mama, said, Mama, where did we come from? And mama said, well, God made us, uh, made the human race like Adam and Eve, okay? So the little boy uh, went to his daddy and asked him, Daddy, where did we come from? He said, he said well, we all came from monkeys. And she went back to her mother and said, Mama, Daddy told me that uh, that we all came from monkeys. And Mama said, well, uh, told, told him that that's where his side of the family came from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. coughs> all the money that you give to the Gideons goes straight for Bibles. Right. And if you give a dollar, it all goes to buy Bibles. 
everything. Uh, Brother Jeff's not, Chris, y'all are not paying me today, are you? Not at all. Uh, and I wouldn't take it if you did. So uh, anyway, it would just go for, it would just go for an offering. And uh, anyway. And that's all, that's all the Gideon speakers that you will see and those coming around in the, to these different places too. They don't, uh, they do this out of ministry, not out of monetarily. Right. We thank all the churches that lets us come in. Of course, some of the churches we can't go into because uh, they they just don't want nobody else getting in the pulpit. So we appreciate that, Brother Jeff, yes, being able to come and uh, being being here and being in front of all you people. And uh, anyway, I got one more thing uh, I need to tell you about is Brother Bill. Uh, Gideon's received an email uh, about a feller. Uh, it, this might uh, might get home to somebody. Uh, they received an email from a Gideon and said once he knew a feller in college. Uh, named Bill. His hair was a little wild and he wore t-shirts and jeans and uh, had holes in his shoes and in his blue jeans and usually had on flip-flops uh, and sand or sandals and, but he was brilliant. He was kind of eccentric and very, but very bright. Across the street from the campus was uh, was a well-dressed, well-conservative church. They wanted to develop a ministry with the students, but they didn't know how. Uh, Gideon's had given Bill one of those testaments, and he got curious and decided to go visit the church. He walked in dressed as he usually dressed, in blue jeans and, and flip-flops. The service was already started, and he started walking down the aisle to find a seat. The church was full. No seats were available. But now people were really looking around uncomfortably, but no one said nothing. Bill got closer and closer to the pulpit, and he realized there were no seats, so he just sat down on the carpet in front of the pulpit. This was acceptable in, uh, in college meetings and functions, but this had never happened in this church. And now the people were uptight and the air was getting thick. But the minister, this time the minister realized, minister realized that from way back in the church, Luther, there was a old man now, I'm not saying you're old. <laughs> Maybe I already pick on Chris. There was a man back in the back that had headed towards the front. He was 65 years old, silver gray hair, wore a three-piece suit, and was a very godly man, very elegant, very dignified. He walked front with a cane and started walking toward the boy and everybody was, everyone was saying to themselves that you can't blame him for what he's going to do. And 
of what he is going to do. The guy uh, doesn't belong here. It took the old deacon a long time with his cane to reach Bill. All you could hear was the click, click, click of the cane. You could even hear anyone, everyone breathing. And the minister couldn't even uh, begin preaching the sermon until the old man did what he had to do. And then they saw something no one in the church ever expected. With great difficulty, the old deacon lowered himself down to the floor beside Bill, worshipped with him. The preacher got up and said, what I'm about to say, what I'm about to preach today, no one will ever remember, but I pray, God, that you have just saw, what you have just saw, you will never forget. Bill got saved that day. Without saying a word. He got saved without saying a word. The old deacon was a walking Bible. Amen. Amen. We appreciate y'all. Finishing up, if you need to be saved today, if you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, <coughs> this is the things from the Bible that you need to know. Romans 3, 23, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death, but, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 10, 9, if you confess with your mouth, well, listen now, this is very important, if you will, if you will confess with your mouth, that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Amen. 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 Romans 10, 13 says, For everyone who call everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Can we stand?
Would you pray with me? Everybody prays. I will I will lead the prayer and you pray. God our Father. God our Father. Jesus our Lord. Jesus our Lord. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. How we love you today. How we love you today. How we want you to come close to us. How we want you to come close to us. Lord, we know that there's lost ones here. Lord, we know that there's lost ones here. And we ask you, Lord, if they have a feeling in their heart. Lord, we ask you if they have a feeling in their heart. That you are calling them today. No matter how young. No matter how old. Lord, we believe. Lord, we believe. That Jesus was Jesus. Uh, that Jesus was born in a manger. Born Jesus in a manger. was born in a manger. He walked upon the earth and preached. Walked upon the earth and preached. And he died on the cross for our sin. He died on the cross for our sins. We believe this. And Lord, we pray that you just witness to them right now. Everyone that calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amanda, Jeff, would y'all come up? Mama, would you come? If anybody feels like young, old, that they're standing in need. Chris, would you come up? Are they standing in need of prayer today?